0: This is Nedra, the harmonica lady, and I'm bringing you a podcast today with Nicole Joubert, and I'm from Canada, Alberta. Joubert. So uh, French?
1: Yeah, it is French, but I I don't speak any. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm more Norwegian than anything else or Scandinavian, but uh, yeah, there's a bit of French and English in there as well.
0: So you play harmonica. I do. Most of my guests and everybody that I talk to uh, say it's a lifetime learning experience. I don't. There's a lot. Yeah. People that think it's just simple um, haven't really tried. Absolutely. Well, it,
1: it, it is simple to pick it up and play something. But it's really not simple when you get into it. It's quite complicated. There's so much, so much to learn.
0: And then when you think about all these guys out there and mostly guys and people, inventing new tunings and uh changing the interior of the little instrument you uh you really get into some you know things like low tunings and you got yeah, Patty Richter and this so there is not only so much to learn there's always so much something new to relearn yeah yeah for sure for sure so how how did you tell us your story of what made you decide to pick your harmonica up and love it like you do?
1: Well, when I was probably still in the womb, (laughs) and therefore, my parents were quite partiers, and they were always playing music, and uh, my Uncle Denny would play the harmonica, so I was really, he really started my interest, and then I seen Crossroads, the movie, (laughs) so dorky, but I just fell in love with it, and I wanted to learn and then my my boyfriend at that time, my ex boyfriend, he had uh, he had bought my sister a harmonica for her birthday and a book. And I think I think it was uh, John. Uh, I I can't. I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce his name right. I know I'm not. Jindik.
0: What? How do you say his name? John Gündik.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think it was his. I'm pretty sure it was his. Yeah. And. Uh, so she wasn't using it. She wasn't even trying to play. So I I stole it. <laughs> nice. Skipped over all the all the when the Saints go marching in area. Went straight to the blues area because that's what I wanted to learn. And uh, and then and then I put it like I was writing little songs. I had a little songbook and I had it, quite a few little little lyrics read out when I was twenty one. And then I just I just put it down. I. Life happens. I got pregnant, had a boy, you know. Got married, and I hadn't played for a long time, like a long, long time. And then um, two friends we we actually met in Mexico. They were out with us camping, sort of thing. And and the husband or my my his wife and my husband were out fishing together, and they had uh, um, bait. It must have been off because they were violently ill. The pair of them, just violently ill. Mm -hmm. And we're like, "What are we gonna do?" So he brought his guitar and I had my harmonica. So we went and jammed, and I've been playing ever since. And I recorded from I recorded us from day one, and I discovered my timing is atrocious. I was mortified at how horrible my timing was. Like I was just absolutely mortified. So really, that is what I've worked on the most.
0: Yeah, you know, that's, that's important. Um, I have a podcast, if you want to go in and look at the past ones with John Gundick, and he talks about that book and the book and his life and how he became John Gundick. And uh, so that's one of my podcasts, which is kind of interesting, because he, he made a lot off of the book, he really did. And then look at how it went out and landed. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like that little pebble that gets in the water and just expands out. (laughs) Exactly. I, same story for me. I um I played randomly throughout and then like my got pregnant, and had my son and husband and all of that. And then life happened and then I picked it back up and started going to the master classes and found out all the bad habits I had as well. And you know, I always say record yourself and be objective when you listen. I mean, don't be overcritical, but don't be over complimentary because There's, there's a lot to the music, you know, and the time.
1: If you can't see your flaws, you're not gonna, you're not gonna progress.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I know, I know an artist who I used to be friends with quite a few years ago, and she was very um, um, immature in her drawing, but she would never take any criticism. She thought she was the best there ever was. And I went and checked her out, like just the other day to see where she's, she hasn't progressed, like at all. Yeah. And that's like over twenty years, yeah, yeah. So I, I think, think. harmonica is the same thing. If you can't hear your flaws, you're not you're not going to progress.
0: Yeah, it, and art the same way because I I'm a fine artist, and that's that's what I've always done. As you can see, probably in the background, there's a whole bunch yeah, of nice, Very nice and guitars, and I can't get it up high enough so you can see my poster from. From David's master class, a guy I bought up there when I went. So when I started going to the master classes back to uh, being a female, a lot of people want to know how that's different from uh, being a guy. And I, you know, I don't think it's different, but you don't it is, think it's different? I think it's very different. It's very different the way we're accepted and looked at. But I think that um, women are making a mark now and showing that we can play.
1: Absolutely, there's a lot more now
0: than yeah. there ever was. When for I sure. started, th- there was like 450 guys and three women. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah and then saw sure. the same thing. So when I saw that you were going and I was <laughs> going to be there, I was going to at least say hi to you. And I found you out there talking on the I, phone. I felt so bad I didn't, I didn't get to talk to you a little longer than I did. Oh, uh, me too. But it was just a constant there. It was a great- Oh, group. it's a whirlwind,
1: holy moly. It was just like
0: a and it's whirlwind over. Fun. It's like the, it's like our Disneyland and it's so fun. And, and it, it seems to feel like it flies by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's done. I had to leave a little early cause I had a gig the next day. So I had to fly out Saturday. So I didn't get to the dinner, which is, I always like the dinner. It's fun. So everything yeah. about it is fun. And, um, you learn so much and there's just such a variety of entertainment. It's hard to explain to people, you know, it's not like a festival, um, <laughs> It's, it's different than festivals where there's a lot of music and things going on. And it, they've just done such a great job of putting that together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah I admire that. Very but, well done. Yeah, very well done. And it's a lot of work. I do them on a smaller scale around here, and it's a huge amount of work. So, in speaking of how do you feel it's different being female um, playing a harmonica? For, how, what have you found your experience?
1: Well, there's, there's two sides of the coin. You're either, you're either berated and, and mansplained everything, or because you have a set of boobies, um, they put you up on a high pedestal. So, I mean, there's no happy medium. Like you're not, I don't feel like you get looked at for what you're playing. You get more looked at for who you are.
0: I think. Probably. I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, no, I don't. I, no, I don't think you are wrong. And I think that it it's not like we're man berating by saying mansplaining or that they look at, you know, they just kind of look at us sexually. I think that is the culture and the fact that we are different and that they have to try to understand that like they can hang around with the guys and talk guy shop, but it's a little harder to talk guy shop to us. You know, they might have to.
1: Diggly. I'm pretty good at, at shop talk because I've been working in a shop with men for a long time, so I can be just as foul
0: as the rest of the boys. Yeah, <laughs> that That was the thing that me and Buzz Krantz became like best friends because he, we'd sit and laugh and he'd go, you're as bad as me. And i go, you're right. You're right. And we'd have a good time. So I, I,
1: I've come across a few women who play harmonica who are, who are uh, a little uptight and they don't appreciate a man's sense of humor and they get their feelings and uh,
0: I'm like, no, you can't, you can't, you, you're in a man's world here. So like, get on board. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. And I, and I, so I don't understand a lot of that either because I I've been raised with a brother and I have a son and I've been in mostly in yes. bands and I, I, you know, I'm around my guys and I, I'll tell you what, um, they can, they can take it as well as they can give it. That's for sure. Yeah. One thing <laughs> they used to say about me was, there's that little, there's that, you know, that little harmonica player with the big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, how tall are you, Nedra? You're like, five, five. No, I wish I never made five. Oh, sorry.
1: five used- zero. I'm 5'0". Yeah. I'm five, five.
0: Yeah, which is a great size. That's a nice height. Um, <laughs> I'm four foot. I was four foot eleven, but I've started kind of shrinking. I think I'm about four nine. And oh, i used-
1: boy, you are short.
0: Yeah, and I'm really tiny, you know. So is Annie Rines; she's real tiny, and oh, my, is she? Yeah. yeah, and my hands are tiny. So when I had Mighty. Uh, yeah, the little mighties, the tiny mighties, but <laughs> that, they call me in in places because you know to walk into a club late at night with a case of harmonicas, and then I I always got asked up. I've never I've never had to ask them. I just walk in and it's assumed or bring an A or you know they always tell me so. To walk in by yourself, get up on stage, everybody's having a good time, you get up there and blow everybody away, get down off the stage, and you're this woman, you know, so it, it and it was harder to work the band scenario because they liked that I brought them attention, but they didn't really want to credit me or pay me anything, you know, <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, typical. Yeah. <laughs> The typical. I've yet. I have yet to get up on a stage.
1: I haven't done that yet. A small crowd of people, but not never, never like a legit stage.
0: Well, you are kind of on a stage when you put put out there on the internet, you know.
1: It's different because you
0: don't have little beady eyes looking at you. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what eyes are looking at. We don't know what eyes are looking at us on on I, that avenue. <laughs> I'm
1: just farting around at home, and and then I just share it. Yeah. But yeah. it's not the same. I don't think it's the same as getting up on a stage and having a ton of people judging you or thinking you're fantastic or thinking you're crap or, you know, whatever. That's that's way different. Well, you know, like-
0: it really is. It The thing that's very cool about it, it, it I've been I've had my stage fright and done all of that, but I've been on different different stages for a long time. Um, and there's shows that I like us to do because we're more in the people like we do some farmers markets and you're just kind of in the middle of all the shoppers and we we do a duo Julio and I we don't bring the whole trio yeah that's nice I like that and the kids what is really cool for me has been seeing the looks on little girls faces when they see yeah yeah that's cool (laughs) and I mean last we played last weekend in a bar and um they were to really a younger crowd than we're used to but even the women bartenders their eyes were just sparkling that there was a woman up there that yeah. was playing harma it just something about that so I I'll tend to bring little plastic ones to give out to kids and people who are you know the horner um globe ones they're they're really not bad for um they're tuned in C, they're plastic they're not super loud and they're nice I you, I can bend and Overblow some of the notes, so I mean they're they're kind of cool. So I'll give those out to encourage because, like you never know, down the road that person might be up playing in their life later. You know, yeah, from finding a campfire, right? Sure. That's cool. Yeah. That's so, cool. do you want to play on stage? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, like that's that is definitely uh, one of my stepping stones. I need to to do. You know, I mean. That is something I need to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, I'm like I'm like I'm not like the person to to get in a band and play play, you know, the songs that everyone else plays. Because I I struggle trying to I don't know why, but I cannot bring myself to learn a song that's already been done. <laughs> Like, there's some, like, maybe maybe one or two, and then I've always like twisted them and made them my own anyway. So it's really not even that song anymore. But yeah, so I don't know if I could be that person who gets up on the stage and plays in a band. But I think I could be that person to get up on the stage and just play my own thing
0: and do my own thing. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean... Yeah, jams are good for that. We we host an open mic um, every third Sunday here, and it's for that reason, and we put the stage up, and then most of the audience, we have audience that comes for the music, but most of the audience are musicians wanting to get up and that are afraid, so our audience is enough of a size that, and the environment's nice that people get up, and it's a lot of original music. Um, Julio and I do a lot of original music. I've been writing like yourself and doing my own thing. I even... I did some shows with backing tracks back in the day that were the songs that I wrote. And then I just plug them in and play by myself. And when I met Julio, we just clicked because he's very, uh, he's a master of many tunings, but he's also a very deep, eclectic and root based person that has a great imagination. And so we, we hit it off to be able to play together. And that's that's been what I've been doing since then. And that we met in 2011. So we're not an old relationship. We're still fairly new on it. Yeah. 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 So that, that makes it, that makes it uh, good for me. I just feel like I got lucky um, meeting him and kind of our friends put us together because I was doing my own thing. I, I got to wear the whole band thing and all the guys kind of looking at you wrong and just, Driving me crazy with that kind of stuff. So I started making my own tracks and my own music, kind of like what you're doing. I sat in and I just started letting my songs come out and letting my songs. No one
1: songs knows what you're out. doing. You're not doing it wrong, right?
0: Well, that's what I figured, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But at the same time, it, you love it, right? Yeah, exactly. You're having so much fun. And really, who cares when all said and done? Because you really enjoyed yourself while you were doing it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of like me and me and my my buddy there, Laurie, AK, the other half of Lars and Jude. Lars, he uh, he's the one who's definitely helped me along with my timing and my rhythm because he's 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 a rhythm guitar player and he's got he's got great rhythm. So he's helped me a lot along
0: the way. For yeah, that. You really grow when you're with someone like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, because that's that's how you learn is through other people playing with other people. I think.
0: So I've got her here playing with some other people right now and there's a little bit of French talk on it and it's about Randy her mean old dog. Enjoy.
1: De toi faire. to sleep
0: like that. Uh, you know, that kind of reminds me of a lot of the stuff that Juli and I do out in the back. You hear the birds, you hear the noise, you got the dog. I know bears in a lot of my recordings as well. Ah, uh, Sounds fantastic. Really enjoyed that, Nicole. Let's get into some more of this uh, interview now. Who's your biggest um, harmonica player influence that you, Sonny Terry or, because or, you play a lot of the um, old school. I,
1: I didn't know it, but yeah, yeah probably Sonny Terry, yeah. And, and,
0: um, 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 room to move. What's his name again? Oh, John Mayo. Yes, that's the first thing it, I ever played.
1: I mean, yeah. I was raised on that song. I didn't know what that song was. I mean, when I was at work and I had to move fast, I'd be like, and I would be like whipping through cleaning tables with the song in my head, not having a clue what it is until I joined Modern Blues and I heard it, I was like, there's that song.
0: (laughs) Yes, well I I'm probably the age of your parents. Probably. Yeah. I would room to like I would sit there with the record on in the corner going Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you were
1: Yeah I I I played quickly. I I played for Everyone's always telling me, "Slow down, girl. Slow down." And I'm like, "No, well,
0: whatever." You can play fast, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's where I get that from. Is 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 John
1: Mail? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah.
0: Good influence. Yeah, and
1: of course Jason has influenced me a lot because he he he's he's a, he's a character. He's a character. He come he come chatting to me. He see me, and he start chatting to me, and I. We've been talking for like a week, and I was like, "Who the heck is this guy?" I didn't know who he was. I was like, "Is he some weirdo trying to hit on me or whatever?" But he wasn't. He was just—he was just interested in harmonica, right? And uh, a week later, I realized who he was. I was like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were." He said, <laughs> and he says, "Being a famous harmonica player is like being a famous ping pong player." There's only a few people who know who you are. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so humble. Uh, so yeah.
0: humble. Yeah. We I've talked been talking about that with Bruce that humility is something he found everyone at, at Spa to be just the greatest players, the guy that wrote the book and yet humble. David Catchlon. Okay. David Catchlon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. He it, was also also a big, a big part of my playing because I mean I was blowing the crap out of all my reeds mm-hmm. until he taught me how to tongue block and you can't blow the crap out of your reeds when you're tongue blocking right i mean if you're if you're a hard blower and you're wrecking your harmonicas you should learn tongue block
0: <laughs> well um i was blowing mine out being a u blocker and um player and um howard levy told me that and i was blowing my four. And he's, I'm only on my D harmonica, which I don't do now, by the way. And he just told me, you don't need to force the air. You can get just as much with less air. Try it. So a lot of, when you're enthusiastic and you're playing and you're, you're yeah. blowing. And another thing too, if you're That's playing, you're, you're, am, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're just like, oh, but if you're playing with guitar players that are trying to drown you out and you keep turning up and turning up, you think I'll blow harder. and You blow the reeds out. And so that just came with, with experience of learning how to, um, to do both tongue block and, and um, pucker play without blow. I haven't blown a reed in a long time. Yeah, but it's been, it's yeah. been a while now. Yeah. Isn't
1: that yeah. great? It's, yeah. that so <laughs> it's, it's, it's good on the pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And my, my, my buddy there, uh, Laurie, who I played with, he, he always says, if you got to keep, blowing harder and turning up, you're playing with the wrong person. Period. Because One, they're not, they're not playing with you. They're playing against you.
0: Yep. Yep. And I've experienced that in, with things. Yeah. That's why, yeah, I, that's not fun. Yeah. I mean, and team. I think that's a female thing too. I mean, I, there's a dominance, you know, that sometimes will come over that aspect of the dynamic. Yeah, for sure. Which I for don't sure. I yeah, I don't struggle with too much anymore. I play with some great people and great musicians. It's more of a lifestyle for Julio and I. We, all of our friends, you know, we get together, we play music, and we have people come over. So it's our house is kind of a flow. On that, when it's not, it's just because we're tired from yard work or something. <laughs> but it's just in my head all the time. I I know that, and I we do do some cover tunes, and I'll tell you what my brother told me because he was he's an entertainer and has always been um, a musician and he told me he said you can do originals and that's wonderful but sometimes you need to hook them with a cover to get their attention so we found that to be somewhat true um we'll we'll do a cover it ends up being our way but it gets the attention and then they're willing to hear our originals and come buy our CDs and and enjoy our songs but it's they most people are kind of programmed a little bit to what they've learned, what they relate to.
1: Yeah, that's actually very good advice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, I got lucky. I, I was raised with him and my dad uh, sang and was a sharecropper that played with the blues men in the cotton fields. And then um, my brother married a gal and her, husband, her uncle was an entertainer. And so he gave me a lot of a lot of tips on how he would do things. So I got mentored close to the close to home by some people that knew what they were doing. And Stuff and calm down my myself. Now I also see that you do these wonderful graphic and artwork. um, And is that your business? These.
1: Yeah, my sister approached me. uh, I don't know, just a few years ago now, pre-COVID, she had this idea she wanted to start a clothing business, print on demand. And uh, she's like, "Come join me." I was like, "Yeah, okay." So we started, and and we were doing all kinds of. uh, We were very scattered in our designs like (laughs) we were all over the place but then uh we realized we needed to to narrow it down and become a niche and uh because of my passion for harmonica i started doing like harmonica stuff and really now we're sort of doing like genres so we have like uh blues rock and roll grunge uh punk Rockabilly, we have a category for each one and we try and make clothing that is appropriate for that. And we don't just do clothing, we have like shoes, buttons, patches, blankets, like all kinds of all kinds of stuff. But uh yeah, and 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 in the beginning I would like give shirts to people who I thought were really cool players and whatnot, and 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 they would take a picture with it on, but they they never really had the passion I did for it. So that was also part of my, my plan to improve because I'm like, I'll be my own spokesperson because no one else wants to be my spokesperson. You <laughs> have to be my own spokesperson. Right. So yeah. that was also part of my motivation to practice and get better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing. I've turned um, my passion for harmonic and art and designs um, into my side, little side business that, uh, I do and what I do or uh, I vend at events and then like I'm getting I'm getting an art gallery for a whole month in May um and we do festivals and fundraisers and I pop up I do the pop up scene with got my whole booth and uh you come into it and and buy and it's profitable at that rate and right after covid was really really good um doing things and then it slowed off with the economy here you know, to where, yeah, I'm still doing well when I do them, but not as well as I was right after all that COVID money, I guess, because people were yeah. just hand over fist buying.
1: Yeah. Because they're sitting home.
0: But yeah. They're home. Yeah. And so, sure. Yeah. And so Julio wears, we wear, our friends wear our shirts and we've sold a whole lot and I'll design um, when I'm doing a CD release, I'll design a shirt that goes for that, that and we will have an opening and sell it that way. So it's not like gonna get me super rich, but it's not bad, and uh, I enjoy it.
1: Yes, yeah. obviously, I'm a terrible saleswoman because I forgot to mention that it's SR
0: <laughs> It's really nice too. Anybody out there listening, I mean it. You go to that site and you buy something. It is. It, I I think they're they're. Um, let me see they're outrageously cool. If that's I don't. I want to see the right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. I was just telling Hulu about your shoes and stuff. So yeah. I'm going to try to order some of those. They're pretty.
1: Without um, buy Well, I am biased, but I actually really like my stuff, like my clothing. I think they're really cool. They I are. I try to make stuff that I myself would wear. I mean, sometimes it's a little bit over the top for people. They want a little more. They don't want to. A lot of people don't want to stand out. They want a little more toned down. But really, it's it's for those those eccentric stage people or, or people who just like to be noticed.
0: Yeah. I know. I think they're, I think they cross a lot of lines of being cool in a lot of different ways. I really like your product line and, um, I admire what you're doing. I think it's pretty cool. I feel kindred to you because I'm pretty much in that same, same world. Um, I do the podcast to get everybody out there to know that there are some really super cool harmonica players and people in the world that, uh, just love music and art and the process. I mean, I this podcast, I thought about talking to like artists that don't play music, but I've I have found so many harmonica players that that do um uh, maybe photography or they do um yeah, they write I books. I haven't done photos in a long time. And I was looking at my photo site
1: just the other day. And I'm like, why did I why did I stop taking photos?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: There's some of them are pretty good. I was like, that's pretty good. I should pick up my camera
0: again. Yeah, you can get a whole booth. See, I blend it all. I, you know, I make the necklaces, the little lady harmonica necklaces, um, and then I do the paintings and then I sell the gift cards. And then so I turned everything that I create into a mark, a market for when I set up and a price range that's for everyone, because not everyone can afford $1,000 for a painting, but they can afford $7 for a card. I I sold out of cards at spa. And what was cool about that was they went around and asked all of the artists that were on the cards to autograph them. Oh, that's really cool. Isn't that cool? That, that was, is cool. That was cool. And so that's kind of fun. And um to turn what you do and blend it that way, it's really a lot of fun. So my brain is always working. I know as a creative years is too you're going well why didn't I why did I stop that so I need to start doing that again and yeah. Uh, yeah so I feel really lucky I've got everything set up to where I just come in here and recluse in I'm drawing a painting and I, you know and then I pull out the stuff and do something else so I keep the variety there I know that some people say well you should do one thing but I've never been able to separate the art and the music in my my song yeah. person yeah for sure I yeah. see you. So what what you got a harmonica there. I know this is a podcast and it's all um audio but I I can see her and she's got a cool microphone and one of <laughs> her really cool t-shirts on. She's got a harmonica in her hand. So um so I was talking to her and she had a harmonica in her hand as well as a bulletini mic and I thought well We'd play together, but we didn't it didn't work. So we gave that up, and I do believe there's some settings in the advanced Zoom where maybe we could play together next time because I'd like to do that on these podcasts. So I'm just gonna play one of her songs for you here right now. Nice. We're going to get into the interview again here right now. Was that your first spa, the Society for the Advancement? That was uh, my first, and very first spa, yeah.
1: And I figured the best one to go to would be their 60th anniversary. And boy, was I right.
0: <laughs> yes. There was, there's not been one like that. You know, I've gone to quite a few. And the thing about it is they're always a different experience, which is... Yeah, that's is, cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't going to go and... um. I had got hurt coming home from the previous one and Southwest gave me a bunch of airfare for getting hurt and for delays and for losing our luggage, all kinds of things that Southwest has been having some major problems. But so I had free airfare to go and um, Julio went on a different trip with his free airfare and I went on that one. So it was strange for everybody. They kept saying, well, where's Julio? So I just zoom him up and let everybody talk to him on the phone. There you go. But so we've gone so much and made so many friends, and that ends up being—it's very cool to go there and hear all of the seminars and have the whole experience. It's amazing, and then you just make a lot of really close friends that you only see once a year, <laughs> except for yeah. online. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Really, it was really, really, really cool. And everyone's like, "You're going? You're going by yourself? How come your husband's not going with you?" Well, wow. you know, it was like, "Well, I can't go by. You can't go by yourself." You know, that's the that was the attitude I was getting. I'm like, "I sure as hell can
0: I got the same one, and yeah, I was. And they were like, "Well, aren't you afraid?" And I'm like, "Afraid of what? Afraid of what? <laughs> I know. What am I going to be afraid of? Right? I'm. I'm pretty. I can. I can take care of my own." I'm hey, okay, you know, the fear I had was not getting uh, my dinner in time, and uh, what was cool about that was Greg took me in and had sat me down and. Told the waiter. This is Nedra. You take care of her. I swear after that, that guy, can I get you anything? Can I get you? That was my big fear was the food element. I mean, other than that, I didn't have too much fear. <laughs> Absolute ball. Absolute ball. And, um, I, I was hanging out with Jules. Uh, she's one of the Chicago, my Chicago gang there with David and Joe and Eric and, and Buzz and the whole Chicago, uh, fam there that came and made friends with. So I got her to actually jam and play in, in the, with Buzz in the hallway there, which is she'd come to the booth and play a little bit, but most this she should get up to, She's got some great original music and her own sound. And same thing, you know, she she was asked up so I've been encouraging her to get up there and, and play because um Michael Ruben will put you on the variety show and you can get up there and give them what you got. And that's a ball. That's you awesome. know
1: what I found was funny. It was funny because I had all these pre-misconceptions pre of people because you really just know them online and oh this this person here is uh thinks they're all hootie tootie and this one here is that and this one here is that and I was so wrong <laughs> I was so wrong like everybody was just absolutely wonderful and and Michael Rubin was one of them I thought he was just uh. full of himself right what a gem
0: He's a gem. Total. I've got several podcasts with him and I, I want to do an update and I've got, I think, two or three and he's one of the top listened to and so fun. Just, yeah. 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 And he's and, you know, he's out he's out doing it. He's not he's not like a hobbyist or he's not a weekend warrior. Or he's not just doing it for fun. He's out there actually doing it and making money. He,
1: and, he's so passionate about what he does.
0: And he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah, he's and, he's very,
1: and, and that's probably where I got that from because he's constantly correcting me, and I was like, "Get out of here,
0: leave me alone." <laughs> and he means it in the most wonderful way. He's not, yeah, yeah. No, he's a, he's a gem. He's a genuine gem. I yeah. think that uh, that we we can take it as criticism because that's that's easy to do. And some guys, some people out there online are they're just they're they're stalking around looking for the person to. um to jump on for something so there are people like that and
1: and and I find there's there's even a, a fake Facebook account so that they can berate you
0: crazy yeah get so,
1: yeah. out of here I don't have time for you
0: yeah um, this is your form of
1: entertainment and you know honestly uh, I kind of I kind of enjoy that
0: yeah I I screw with them too
1: I kind of maybe I'm a uh, I am ai like to be mistreated a little bit I guess but uh, I always find it entertaining and it's just fuels my fire. It just really just fuels my fire.
0: Which is okay. Uh, yeah. I'll do something to <laughs> get them going. Uh, this, this, I shouldn't tell my little trick out there when, when someone's doing that, I'll get them going, get them going until they really look like a jerk. And then I'll take off all my comments and then they just look like they're talking to themselves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, That's funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's you funny. know, you, you get over that. And what I, I, I took my friends list on things. And if you're a jerk, you just don't even get to do nothing. I leave, you know, bye-bye. But yeah. um, the social page is like our band page. You, you, you know, you you can't really do that because it's a public page. But on my personal page, I wanted to really be my friends. I had it up to 5,000. and I went, I don't know these people. So I went yeah, down. Yeah, I got and-
1: quite a few too. And, and, and I do vet every single request I get. Yeah. And I mean, if if they don't have a picture, like I'm actually I'm not even going to talk about my secrets because I don't want people to 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 make the
0: to make makeup. A, a, uh, yeah, <laughs> I get you. Right. Right. right? Yes.
1: But yes. yeah, I've got every single one. And I have a, quite a few rules. And if you don't pass it, you don't get it.
0: Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> why you're doing a good job administrating at Female Harmonica. I've been administrating at Harmonica groups since 2009. Oh. And I've left some of them because they were jerks, but I, so I started my own and I, I'm, I had quite a few pages and I vet each one and I have the criteria I go through to say yes or no. So you don't get to get in if you don't pass the gatekeeper, you know. Actually, they're, they're,
1: they're, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I'm actually a very lazy admin and I've, I'm using the tools that they have available and I don't have to do anything because I've set
0: it up to to vet for me. Yeah, I've got mine doing that. But once in a while, someone will slip through.
1: Yeah, once in a while they do slip through. But most of the time, it's pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah. Mine, too, at this point. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Well, I think that that's important because some of the groups that were really good um, that I administrated for Harmonica Jam that was uh, Jim Duke. He passed away, but um, he put some people in charge that were not capable at all. And I left the group because I was being berated quite a bit and I just left for, I was doing hard work and left there. And now that poor group is, it's really gone to where it's not what it was.
1: Yeah. It's falling um, apart. You do. Yeah. Have someone monitored. It definitely, they tend to fall apart if they're not, they need to be monitored at least by one person By yeah. one person.
0: By one. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you can have a bunch of figureheads in there, but they're not doing anything. Um, so it's just basically me on all of them. Julio occasionally he he'll he's got other things to do. He'll occasionally go, oh look at this, and I said, oh don't let that person in. Or he'll he administrates good when he when he's up to it and does it. But uh, most of the time he's over learning some new blues lick or something better. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I really I mean, have... it's not a lot of fun to be an administrator. No. But it's, it's kind of cool because there's a lot of people out there that would otherwise not even be heard. playing. Yeah. no, I, like I, when I saw you as the administrator over there and that you were going to spa, I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to find her and say hi, you know, because, because yeah. she does the same things as that I do in life. And, Glad you did. Yeah, so that that's pretty cool. So I enjoyed seeing you there having a good time. You're smiling the whole time, kinda of like me. I set my little course out of classes and things that I wanted to do, which when you vend, you 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 can't do that. And um so when I go as a vendor, I'm at the booth most of the time and then the is like oh. the other part
1: when you asked me about vending, I was thinking I don't want to miss out on the fun. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean-
0: yeah, you'd be missing out on a lot just sitting yeah. down there in, in those those four corners of the room and it's actually yeah. a lot of fun there too because everyone comes there and everyone wants to show off. So yes. yeah, and then they want to talk and then there's all the new stuff. So you're in the hub of what it is. I love it. And I'm lucky enough this point that julio can run the booth and i can go do some stuff if we go again or when we go again I, it's probably when i'm not sure this year because i'm we're booking out pretty heavy i don't know that we'll actually
1: make that's it. perfect to bring uh bring your other half to take care of that part and then you can go have all the fun
0: <laughs> which he has fun too because he goes and plays and, and sits down and plays his guitar and people jam with him i mean that yeah. green comes up and oh okay let's and you know all of them want to have started playing with him in little little break areas. So that's that part's cool because if you took someone that's not interested in music and they don't like harmonica, how bored they would be. Oh yeah, yeah totally. But I've met a lot of the spouses. If I met those my husband, people. he would be bored. Yeah, he would be
1: upstairs in the room watching TV the whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> bored still.
0: Yeah. He'd be it yeah, he'd be like, okay, now what do I get in return for this? You're going to this this thing. I had to go to a cemetery convention. <laughs> Julio yeah. Julio runs our cemetery. It's a little once a month thing, but he, he does things there. He's um he's good for it. And we went to a cemetery convention that was different. Yeah. I stayed up in the room and beaded. I went and found beads and did some necklace stuff and stayed up in the room and, and ate good, but I, it was not like going to, going to spa. <laughs> oh,
1: bunch deadbeats
0: there, right? Oh my gosh. There were a lot of deadheads. That's <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was actually, it was in Monterey. So that, that part was pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, what, uh, so this year you're just going to just keep doing all the great things you do. And that is at, tell us again, the website so that, uh, I'm going to put it in the credited part and I'll put well, it the actual
1: website. You're... The actual website is uh sibling rivalry where uh siblingrivalry.com and that's with uh two Bs. However, the easiest way to find it because uh that is a very competitive search word. We've yeah. switched it to SR for sibling rivalry uh a attitude where a, tude, where a and then T U D E Tude. Tude where so that, that that works much better in trying to find this.
0: S R wearitude. I like it. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, I think more people are wanting to wear a tude, I And mean, they want people want you to know their attitude. I and they're sharing it more out there. And so at least from what I've seen, you know, and when I go out and about, people, people do want to uh stand out a little bit more, especially with um. The internet and and with music. I mean, I think your stuff is so wearituable. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, um, well, I'm gonna put up. Um, she, you've sent me some um, MP3s and things that I'm gonna put up. I'm gonna put up the links, and I would suggest that all of you give a shout out to her and listen to her and, and encourage her and and understand that she's one of us women. You know, man's world. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people ask me that, and I guess, I guess it is different because you kind of have to have a tune, attitude.
1: Absolutely, you do. You and you and you got to be, you got to be a little bit tough too. Very tough. Thick. Skin. Yeah, you can't, you can't be thin-skinned for sure because even like uh, uh um, all the old players back in the day, you got froshed. You yeah. got you got you got abused a little bit, and you had to be able to take it. You know, I didn't realize that until after. So now, when someone important abuses me, I I really enjoy that. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> Great! It means they like me. They're abusing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I totally. We must be good if they're talking bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. May sure. That might
1: just be my ego.
0: <laughs> could. Yeah, it could be. You know, the tool is that we have the tools to get better. And we have the tools to work at it right in our hand, right on the internet, right in a book, right in the backyard by the fire pit. So if you're up and all you're thinking about is the three-draw bend, how <laughs> it's going to sound against the two-draw double step and then down to a 1 and then you're going to take it all the way up to some overblows at the top. I loved Jason's class because um he what he gave in that class at Spa to me at least was the freedom to say what I'm doing is okay cuz I'm not always following the standard patterns, but the patterns that I am following work. I'm just mixing them up a bit and I have the freedom to do that. So yeah. when you yeah, so when you actually keep getting better at what you're doing then you're doing the work i don't think anybody should abuse that they should respect (laughs) it right yeah yeah
1: and and and, um i posted a video of david bowie just the other day in an interview and he said if you're constantly comfortable and you're in the water and your feet aren't are always on the ground you're not you're not getting any better. If you got to have your feet just barely touching the ground and be uncomfortable, constantly be a little bit uncomfortable because that's
0: when you improve. That's when you get better. For sure. Um, yeah. We've reading an article about um, the um, flower moon that's coming out. Charlie Musselwhite's in it. And Charlie had resonated with the story because of his grandfather and things. So it's pretty interesting. And he's in this movie and Charlie's like, an amazing guy and in the interview someone someone said that if you're not nervous if your stomach's not turning at the ideas of something new then you're just stagnant you're just sitting there and you get your stomach to where it's turning you're not and and you you think you're going to pass out because you're doing something new but you actually get through it and you do it pretty cool yeah, yeah. i agree yeah. i agree we've had some 100 percent yeah And there's bigs out there. I mean, I I jumped into the water really early with the David Barrett masterclass. And I was in the circle with Andy Juss and Will Chalet, David Barrett, and his guitar player was John Garcia. God God rest his soul. He's passed away. But magnificent blues man. And I had no clue. I just started blowing. (laughs) I just was having fun. Later, I told people who I was sitting there with and like, you got to be kidding me. But. I wasn't yeah. so nervous there as when I had to perform in front of them. And then I it, it I was it was very scary. And you never feel like you did did as good as you could have done because probably you weren't as good as you are because of that experience. Yeah, I
1: yeah. did a circle I was at spa and I was so nervous and I was like hunched over in a little ball. And and when it got to my turn, I'm hunched over in a little ball and I'm playing and and my my friend there, Dwayne Fry, he's like giving me a whack sit up girl you're doing good
0: sit up be proud nice. nice. <laughs> yes 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 yeah right on um, he's great great uh, uh
1: encourager he's a really good guy need the cheerleaders man yeah he's a great cheerleader fantastic friend
0: that's awesome that yeah. I, I don't know music friends not to say anything about the non-music friends but uh You get a deeper bond because you just, uh, you just bond in. It's, 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 it's addictive. I mean, you just, you can't wait to go hang and do it again. That's, that's how I got towards spa. I I can't always go, but, but uh, that maybe that's what makes getting to go occasionally that much better, you know.
1: I, I would love to go again this year, but
0: I really don't think I can afford to. It's, it's a big, big chunk out of my pocketbook. Plus taking time off work. You know, that's what, that's our situation too. Yeah. You know, and, and that's okay because uh, uh, doing it once is better than never doing it. And if you can do it more than once, you're a lucky person. I've read some of the travails in the history on spa of people that made it through all kinds of trouble, sickness and different things and the stories of getting there. I mean, some of our stories of driving there with Julio on chemo and, getting food poisoning to be seeing the biggest hole in the earth, you know, I mean, <laughs> the biggest ball of yarn over there, but, uh, <laughs> so it's a journey. And when, when we've made it as, as far as with me, it's, it's always been some kind of major adventure, but, uh, this year, I just wish it would come closer again to us. I, I looked on the map and you and I are 22 hours difference in, if I was to drive to your house or whatever. And then it's yeah. like, 28 to 30 hours to go to the spas. Well, that's a lot of driving for people, you know, or fly. It's expensive to fly. It is. It it's is. Ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. Well, I've certainly enjoyed this and um, we'll have to do it again sometime. And I appreciate you. appreciate you being here. I know you guys, you can't see, but unless you go to her page, but she's absolutely gorgeous with a big smile and <laughs> and and dimples like you got the dimples like me right yeah we have a couple of dimple girls here because we're of, happy yeah <laughs> we are because we play harmonica that's right it's got to do with that breathing in and out yeah yeah we say uh,
1: um you gotta have the blues to play harmonica I, I find when i'm depressed
0: i don't play yeah you know well the, the notes are constructed from what i understand and what i've been told the way that the scale works, it's actually uplifting. You listen yes, to country, so. some country music, you're gonna be crying at the end of that. I swear <laughs> I'm gonna be crying at the end. that yes. is the most impressive. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? Some of that. So so it's designed to uplift because of how downtrodden it was. My my dad was a sharecropper, but he was he was white, um, and he'd get beaten for playing music with the black bluesmen. And I never found out who they were. I wish, you know, I didn't, I didn't ask him when he passed away young. And so I didn't get to ask him things that I would have asked because I was too young to even think about asking him. But I'd heard the stories from his sisters and his family, and he ran away and joined the circus. He, he left home and kept getting brought back. He ran away a lot. He, but he taught me gospel and to sing and we sang. That's what we did, me and my dad. So he had the blues in him in from being core sharecropper in the South. But um, yeah, I don't claim to understand anything about being, um, being black during those years. But um, yeah. the music that I, I did a painting for a black history month and it's cross harp. It's if you go to my website and there's it says cross harp and you can read the history of, the blues and I put all of the the honor to the players that brought us to where we all play the blues now and understand it and the roots of it. So it it's a long history that that brought us the the music and I it's a feeling. I I don't you know I think it, you're just born with that feeling and it and it helps get it out. You know, yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah, blues with the feeling.
1: <laughs> Blues isn't failing,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I've enjoyed this very much. Me too. Thank, Good you. Fun. thank you, thank and you I, for inviting I, me. I, I, you bet. Know, I, um, I everybody's been saying to me, well, get some women, interview some women. I did, I do have one with Joyce Egenhoff, and that was a fun interview. She's she's a kick, uh, she's got a lot of stories of her music history she's been doing since she was a little kid. So that one's on the podcast too. So anybody listening to this, there's a lot of different history and people out there on the podcast. So spread the word and uh, keep playing music and spreading the love and keep playing harmonica.
1: Awesome.
0: You betcha. Peace out. Peace, love and chicken wings. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye. That's a lot of fun. I I enjoyed that. A couple of girls talking about our perspective and playing. And um, so John Mayall's Room to Move was from his Turning Point um, album that was released in 1969. Now, I didn't hear it in 1969. It wasn't until 75 going to Tower Records and purchasing that and bringing it home and listening to it over and over again. And I also bought Papa John Creech, another influence in my harmonica playing, even though he's a fiddle player. I would just sit there and try to copy those notes, I just, over and over, I was so mesmerized by it all. And I'll tell you, I I do think another thing where a woman is a little different on stage than a man is, we move a little differently and uh, we want room to move. And um, I've heard it said by some of my very good male harmonica players is, you know, I want to play before Nedra because I can't move like that. And um, I've even had a uh, a couple of blues men tell me, that comes out of your belly, girl, and it's, it's amazingly powerful. And I think it is a different place that uh, we as females can come from with our music and at our core. And so we can't give our best unless we've got room to move. Until next time, bye-bye for now. One, two, one, two, three.